Hello and welcome to Finance Conversations. This is the 14th episode of the Merging Life and Money Show and I am super excited to be here with you today. For my followers, I, as you know, I come on normally on Thursday uh, at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Got on yesterday, was doing my thing, got a message, did, uh, completely ignored it. I got another message and, which got my attention. Uh, and it was one of my uh, followers and collaborators' friend who was telling me about well, what happened. You are not on. And I had been talking for 11 minutes. So I ended the broadcast, built the studio, and started to troubleshoot. And I don't know what happened. But any, in any event, we are here today. So thanks for being here. For those of you who do not know me, I am your host, Marie-Jo César. And I help frustrated professional women acquire the skill and the knowledge that they need to take control of their money from the inside out, manage their finances, and understand that they can live their best life with the money they have. So thank you for joining me in today. Um, If you are watching the replay, make sure to type hashtag replay in the chat and leave me some comments and questions. I'll be happy to uh, answer them as much as I can. So welcome, welcome, and welcome. Um, I come to you live every Thursday, um, I expect yesterday, <laughs> at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time to share valuable information about how to achieve financial wellness and live your life with means and meaning. Today's show is the beginning of a new series uh, that I titled The Scoop on Women and Money. Uh, there are many, trust me. In this series, I will be focusing on women's um, challenges in the face of money management, investing, and earning. I will address the pay gap, the the effect of children wearing, uh, work-life synergies, and the fact that women have to fight harder than, you know, for the same career advancement and raises that come easier to men. These are just a few impediments that women face every day. Come with me as I will be exploring how can women meet these challenges and overcome them. So grab a pen and a notebook as you might want to take some notes to discuss further with family members, friends, colleagues, etc. But because it is about sharing values that could benefit others. Okay. So if you have any comments or questions, make sure to put them in the chat. And if you want to talk to me directly, I will share my contact information uh, with you a little later in the show. So let me say that the main objective of the show is to empower as many women as possible with what I know about money and finance, what are the experience and the knowledge knowledge that I acquired through my um, uh, working life. Uh, My mission is to get, um, is to show you how to rethink the concept of money, how to get comfortable with financial matters, how to organize your financial affairs so that you can cope with whatever happens and to make long-term goals, long-range goals that would chart your financial course for life. I would like to believe that I can offer you tips and strategies about how to improve your financial situation using money wisely and becoming debt-free 
whether you are married, divorced, widowed, or single. So in so doing, you can have a solid plan for the future. So today, I will talk about why women have such a complicated relationship with money. Uh, I will focus on three points. Why women are not comfortable talking about money, first. Uh, why women lack confidence when it comes to financial matters. And why women should disregard societal ex ex expectations when it comes to money. So let's look at the first one. Why are so many women afraid to talk about money? Well, I, I looked at, um, when I did my research, I looked at a few studies and surveys and all that. So a recent stu study conducted by Fidelity Investment, an investment management firm, revealed that 92% of the women involved in the study want to learn more about financial planning. 83% want to get more involved in their finances. And 80% of them admitted that they have refrained from discussing money with family and friends. In addition, 47% feel confident when talking about, you know, about finances with a financial prof professional compared to, believe it or not, 70% who would be more comfortable discussing medical issues with, with their doctor. So why are women eager to learn more, based on those numbers, uh, about money, and yet they are reluctant to discuss it. So many women cited privacy worries, okay? 56 of the respondents who had refrained um, from um, discussing finances with friends or kept mom because money was too personal. And I think 35% didn't want to share financial information with those they were very close to. And 27% were raised not to discuss finances. In addition, 32% of women felt uncomfortable discussing money period. And 16% felt that the issue is taboo, so we can't talk about it. And 26% claim that the topic never comes up in conversation, right? In short, it's really tough to talk about money when we are taught to keep this kind of information private, right? And that it is rude and impolite to talk about money with others, right? And in some organization, discussing salary information with your peers is definitely ground for dismissal. So we could all understand the unease about talking about money, but we got to break the cycle and we have to talk about it. Of all the reasons women do not um, discuss finances, uh, this, is a this is one of the most difficult to overcome. Women worry that talking about money will make them vulnerable, make someone feel bad, or simply cross an implied societal, societal boundary and, and those worries are not without merit, okay? So for many of them, money is loaded with emotional meanings. The presence of money can mean opportunity, could mean security, could mean status, acceptance, power, respect. I mean, you know, it's, it's so many um, emotional 
attachment uh, uh, to money. Conversely, um, its absence can mean the opposite. So no wonder it is such a loaded topic. And unfortunately, there is a high cost attached to remaining silent about money. So subscribing to the money taboo can seriously undermine a woman's financial stability. The most striking effect is a gender wage gap. The reluctance to talk about money means that many women earn less than their male counterparts for similar jobs in virtually every profession. Overall, women earn about 83 cents on the dollar when compared with men and, and much less if you are a woman of color. It is enough to make you scream, okay? Um, perhaps in part because of the way they think about money, women also tend to define financial success quite differently than men, and that is to their detriment. In general, men define success based on a target number. Uh, women frequently talk about financial success in terms of having enough money to be self-sufficient, um, in terms in order to maintain their lifestyle through retirement and not having to depend on their children. They want good investment performance and returns, but tend to view these things in the context of life and family rather than in absolute monetary terms. For women, an investment decision that men see as a simple trade becomes much <laughs> more complex. And I witnessed it so many times. Uh, sadly, this put women behind in saving for retirement and often leaves them inequipped to handle finances in the event of divorce or the death of a spouse. Here are a few suggestions of how to overcome the money taboo. Find a community of women you can trust with money, um, uh, with all your money questions and concerns. You know, taboo gets overturned through conversation, and conversation facilitated in a safe space is a good starting point. Commit to spending some time understanding at least the basics of financial management. Seminars, books, and podcasts are all very good ideas. Knowledge is power. Remember that. Don't be afraid to out the elephants. Okay, Ask questions and talk about money with spouses and significant others, aging parents, siblings, fiancés, I mean, you name it. Try to understand and accept whatever money issues you carry around. You may not be able to change these attitudes, but knowing how they can shape your perceptions may let you observe them rather than have them impact your financial decisions. Do your homework. Research what you should be paid when you are going for the next job or promotion. Learn how to negotiate a higher starting salary. Find a mentor or career coach in your industry and know your value, right? And do not sell yourself short. So why women lack confidence when it comes to financial matter? That is the second point. Beneath women's reluctance to talk about money 
lies a lack of confidence in their knowledge of financial planning and investing. This lack of confidence is self-imposed as a recent analysis of more than 12 million investors um, done by Fidelity, again, investment, show that women actually demonstrated stronger saving rates than their male counterparts and enjoyed better long-term investment performance when they did engage. Unfortunately, too many women still hesitate to take control of their finances. So in addition to privacy concerns, um, I talk about a few uh, I talked about a few moments ago, women often have difficulties talking about money because they assume that they do not know enough about the subject. 14% of respondents to, to the study mentioned previously worry that talking about money would be a waste of time. And 10% feel as though they do not understand finances well enough to talk intelligently about it. So that confidence gap feels like a catch-22, doesn't it? You feel silly for not knowing things about, and for, for not knowing things, but asking questions feel too intimidating for you. So as a result, you continue to worry in silence, and you continue to assume that you don't know enough to talk intelligently. However, women have... I would say, mastered many important money skills that they often uh, tend to discount. So, and I'm saying that because according to a fidelity study, 82% of women are confident in managing their day-to-day -day budgets. And 74% are proactive about saving for the future. Women who are hesitant about making investment decision, simply need to build on the financial skill set they already have. And I am going to cite, give you six suggestions. The first one is educate yourself. Before diving into um, strategies to build a solid financial foundation, carve out some time to learn about money management and investing. If you get overwhelmed or confused while studying, you may want to ask a professional for help. It could be the difference between improving your financial health and continuing to struggle with building an emergency fund, for example, or managing your debt, or even saving for retirement or reaching goals that you have. Another um, suggestion is set financial goals. When you set goals for every area of your finances, you give yourself concrete targets to work towards. This exercise also provides you with a starting point and you can flesh out the necessary steps to make your goals a reality. Also, think about what excites you and then set realistic targets that will motivate you to keep going if the road gets a bit rocky. Be mindful that Goals sometimes change over time. So be sure to revisit your list of goals at least once a quarter and make adjustments based on where you are in your life with your finances. Another one is create a budget. 
make a budget and stick to it. The first step is to gather all your bills and your pay stub and your 10% savings and write them down um, and write down your monthly income, right? Write down your monthly income, then your 10% savings and your expenses. Break your expenses down into needs like housing and food. And once, like um, what I would say, streaming services, eating out. And next, subtract your expenses from how much you make. So if you don't have anything left or you don't have enough for immediate savings, saving goals, see if you can cut back on some expenses or find ways to increase your income. Budget don't have to be scary. Okay, a realistic plan to cover your need that covers your need, like also include your want, right? Can help you become financially independent faster. So build an emergency fund. An emergency fund is an integral part of health of a healthy financial plan. Okay, it is useful to protect your finances against any unexpected event like a job loss or a medical emergency but many americans still don't have an emergency fund especially women okay a 2020 metlife survey found that more women than men um say they like say oh, sorry more women than men say that they they um they live paycheck from paycheck to paycheck Okay, 55% of women do based on that survey and only 44% of men um, say that they do. Then women are more likely to um, report that they could not pay an emergency expense of let's say $400 and, and, and for that uh, they would probably have to use some form of borrowing. So another one that uh, I would, another suggestion that I would have for women would be save for your retirement. Okay, according to data from a recent U.S. government accountability office report, women's annual contribution to retirement account were around 30% lower than, than men's contribution. Okay, particularly if you have an employer who is offering you a 401k and is willing to match women, ladies, I am urging you to sign up. Okay, sign up right, right now. Women on average face a larger retirement saving gap than men and experience higher poverty rates later in life. Um, throughout their lives, women are more likely than men to work in part-time jobs that don't qualify for a retirement plan and also interrupt their career to take care of family responsibilities. And at the end, you know what happened? They have fewer years of work which lead to less retirement savings. Another main one is avoid consumer debt. Some debts like mortgages and student loan are okay to take on if they fit in with your overall budget. Those kinds of debts are considered good debts because they are, if you will, an investment, right? And bad debts include high interest credit card debt. 
So while the overall level of credit card debt in the U.S. fell during 2020 because of the pandemic, um, Americans still owe hundreds of billions of dollars to credit card companies. Uh, the best way to avoid that, again, is to create a financial plan, a budget, and stick to it. Now, let's look at the third point. Why should women disregard what society expects of them when it comes to money? Social norms influence nearly every aspect of daily lives, including how we interact with financial services. Restrictive social norms are part of the reason why 42% of women and girls worldwide, approximately 1.1 billion of them, do not participate in the formal financial system. Despite this, financial sector regulations often do not consider these norms, right? So to effectively incorporate women in formal finance, more engagement and research into social norms is critical. Now, for the careers that they pursue to their haircuts that they get, women pay a premium compared to men throughout their financial lives. To make matters worse, society's expectations for women, such as raising kids and caring for all the parents, deal a major blow to their relative lifetime earning power. Okay? And while many women have broken through stereotypes to change the way we think about gender and money, barriers remain, unfortunately. So what is the solution? First, knowledge is power. So educate yourself. Just being aware of the societal expectation and inequalities puts women far ahead of the curve. Okay? So second, practice money consciousness and leave the... The, and, and, and live the money-conscious life, okay? Use it for what it is, a tool. So I am going to wind down and I'll do a quick recap. Today I talk about why women are not comfortable talking about money, why women lack confidence when it comes to financial matters, why women should disregard societal expectation when it comes to money. So before I forget, I promise to give you my contact information. Uh, you could email me at mj at mauriejocesar.com or send me a direct message um, via Messenger. Um, and I am going to leave you with those few thoughts. We must challenge the harmful gender stereotype that decades of social conditioning have perpetuated. And we must also recognize that the nuances of financial equality earning and investing, and even mastering are not a priority for women. So it comes in response to long-held frustrations about, financial, about the financial industry's inability to have the hard conversation around systemic inequality, and we must persevere and continue to work towards meaningful change. So empower yourself and take control of your finances. It is never too late or never too early to start, okay? And I like to end the show, as you know, with a quote, and today's quote is from a lady by the name of Stacy Francis. She's actually a nationally recognized financial expert, 
And it reads, every woman should be her own chief financial officer instead of waiting for her knight in shining armor. So for more information about how to achieve financial wellness from the inside out and live a purposeful uh, life with the money you have, join me next week, Thursday, at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and 9 p.m. Atlantic Standard Time. I will be talking about the gender wage gap. Thank you for being here today on the Merging Life and Money Show. I am your host, Marie-Jo César, and I will be back again next week. Until then, continue merging life and money. Bye for now. Thank you.